Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerd Side Quest. Today, we're going to make up a video game about Brian and his battle against time. <laughs> because yes, somehow, yes, Brian cannot figure out how to make time work in his favor <laughs> when we're trying to record podcasts. <laughs> so, so we're going to make... It started ahead. with clap school. It could be Brian's clap school. <laughs> Brian's, and then, Brian's clap trap. <laughs> In the sequel's Brian's Beep School, of course, because that's <laughs> what it's become. Beeped out. No, was. like what? What kind of game should it, like? Obviously, it's probably like a rhythm game, isn't it? I don't know if it's a rhythm game necessarily. I think it's more of like a runner type, like uh, like uh, a time trial <laughs> sort, where it's. I picture I picture like, uh, like some Spelunky style pixel graphic types, like vector graphics okay. or whatever, but like a maze of sorts, and he's got to get from one end of the maze to the other and hit the button for the beep 30 at the end. <laughs> See, I, I feel like if it were a rhythm game, all the sound effects would be made with a small mouth. It'd be like... Yeah, they're, they're just little mouth noises. Like lips, like tiny lips smacking and like, yeah. like your teeth clenching and shit. Maybe tiny mouth whistling. <laughs> that just sounds like wind. Exactly. Tiny, that's tiny, wind. Very t- it's tiny wind. <laughs> tiny wind. That's no, a that's good the, game. That's, that's, our, the, that's the, the that's our that's developer your, name. Yeah, tiny wind. T- <laughs> tiny. That's wind my f- develop. Uh, I don't know. Tiny, T- tiny wind. wind studios. Tiny wind studios. <laughs> <laughs> it works on so many levels. <laughs> Clearly based on my uh, mouth and not my oh. ass. Both, of course. Yeah, that's I mean, large yeah. wind down there. <laughs> That's the parent company, Large Wind Studios. <laughs> is it Tiny Wind is this a small subsidiary. No, yeah. Is it Tiny Wind or is it Broken Wind? Broken Wind. <laughs> That's the sequel to the game. <laughs> but no, I picture, I picture like a Maze Runner style game, but like he's got to like it's all he has to do it as fast as possible without getting hung up on things. Similar to uh, like one of your. Like we can make these in Mario Maker, I feel like. I was gonna say, what if it's like more like a like a warrior wow warrior style game? You know, like a bunch of mini games basically, where it's like <laughs> this one is Brian needs to drag one hand to the other one to make it clap at the right time. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you no, it's on Nintendo Switch. You have to use the the IR reader to like clap at the right time. It has to like sense your hands meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yep okay uh and then yeah i think the maze one like you said to get to the to get to the phone he has to get to a phone at the end so that it can beep on time yeah and the rhythm based one is like some bullshit version of simon where it's like squares lighting up on the screen and he's got to tap them as they light up like <laughs> whack-a-mole style i was thinking more like did you guys ever play um uh the xbox live game try not to fart no <laughs> Because you just that's, you, it, it that's, made you, was that by Tiny Wind Studios? Because it sounds like it's <laughs> no, based off of Brian Studios, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it, it would show. I don't know. I don't know if it would show the controller or what. But it was kind of like playing Twister with just your hands on the controller, where like it would make you press really awkward button combinations, and then cause like force you to like press a button with the hand that already had a bunch of buttons down, so that you couldn't like 
Because so the whole point like, was like you pressing the buttons is like trying not to fart, and if you yeah, like, you have to hold them so that you don't fart for like long <laughs> enough or whatever, and then it would start it would start over again. That's and it would that's like, a right. brilliant game design. <laughs> yeah, right. And then we lo- we've lost the genius of Xbox Live Arcade. I feel like there's also another game that we used to play uh, at Nick's place called um, I think it's called like No Luca No, and it was just. Like the the art of the game was just this picture of a cereal bowl, and then you would see this like JPEG of a cat start sliding towards the cereal bowl, and then you have to press a button to push the cat away, and you just hear this voice sample that's like, "No, Luca, no." <laughs> <laughs> just beautiful. But I was thinking, try not to fart is like Brian trying to unlock his phone and unmute it and like turn the volume up. Yeah, you got yeah, to do that whole sequence. Yeah, it's a beep thirty. But no, I think I think uh, I think we're onto something here. Yeah, but I, I think mean, even e- even like the like what you're saying, John. Like even if if it's just like a runner style game where it's like Brian's small character running to the other end of the room where either his other hand is to try and clap or the <laughs> phone ridiculous. is to unlock. <laughs> I, I think it could also be kind of a rhythmish game because you have other obstacles that you have to jump over in certain timing, right? So. I think I think either one of these would work very <laughs> I think we have our, our million dollar video game idea. It's perfect. I like this one better than Microstomia. Because that one's just insulting, but <laughs> it wasn't though. It was really good. It was gonna be like fruit ninja, but instead of like slicing the fruit, you're putting it in your mouth and you have to like tap the screen to force it into your tiny mouth. Oh, like the the treatment I wrote for that made it so it like I want to play that game. <laughs> okay, so what was that one game where you had to fit the the uh, blocks into different like shaped holes? It was a VR game. Uh, hyper Super Hypercube. Yeah, see that mm. make like a spin on that would make way more sense to me. Like your Just, mouth opens up yeah, to a certain shape and you have to rotate the, the food object until it fits in your mouth. Exactly, yeah. That's pretty good. I like that. I'm down for that. That's like a blatant ripoff, but... It's this weird pixel Brian. It's literally just Brian's face in the distance for Super <laughs> yeah. Hypercube. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, VR, we're just, yeah, we're just mouths, we're just mapping mouths. your face over the Super <laughs> Hypercube thing. So you have a giant Brian face like approaching the camera really fast. And you gotta <laughs> you gotta twist the cube to fit in. Here's That's horrifying. Here's a whole ear of corn. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I would never try to eat that. <laughs> Well, clearly you need to rotate it so it's just going into your mouth in a very cylindrical fashion rather than the wide, you know, like... Yeah, cylindrical. We'll go with that. (laughs) Oh, man. I also had a bunch of questions here that I pulled up. Uh, This is from levelskip.com. 50 fun questions about video games to ask your friends. Um, But I'm just gonna... I'm gonna kind of go through here. There are a few questions that made me think of other things that, like... So we're, we're all three of us of older generations right now, but Twitch is a very big thing. And, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I don't find myself watching very many Twitch streams to fight, despite the fact that we sometimes have them. Um, so do you guys watch other Twitch people? Do you know of streamers? Are there any like streamers that you are aware of and that you like watching? I mean, I, I watch the Rainbow Six 
streams every once in a while when they're doing like the tournaments and stuff because I find it enjoyable because it's a game that I it like like to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watch you, Corey you play already Destiny. Understand? Okay. Yeah, I watch Corey play Destiny all the time. Um, I'll lurk it too. I won't even. So there's times where I don't even. I'm not in the chat. I just have it up and I'm just kind of watching while I'm doing something else or whatever, just to give him an extra viewer, you know. But um, I, I enjoy watching him build keyboards whenever that happens. But uh, yeah, I don't really tune into like I'll, I'll look on Twitch one, once in a while and just see like if there's like a new game out that I'm curious about. Maybe I'll watch some random people play it. But I don't really, I follow a bunch of people and don't really watch them. So that makes sense. I feel like a lot of the energy that I put into consuming like giant bomb content is probably where I would be doing like watching more streamers, but like the people who like the giant bomb crowd probably skews a lot more to the older gamer than it does to the younger gamer, right? To like people our age and older, the people Mm -hmm. who would have read like an EGM or a game. Uh, game pro and like all those magazines and stuff back in the day um but it's just interesting because you know like even like one of the dude the dude at work that had that bought loop hero um he he follows like the twitch culture so much more than me and he's only like a year or two younger than i am so i don't know i feel like it's just kind of like there's some people that keep up on the stuff that's just it feels like it's a lot, but at the same time, like, I guess I know all the giant bomb in jokes and stuff like that. Like I know all their different shows and the stuff that they talk about. So yeah, I'm I mean, using that energy somewhere. Like I, if, if there were more people that I knew who were streaming, I feel like I would be more into it. Yeah. Um, or if they were streaming things that I cared about more, I suppose. But like a lot of like the influencer thing, like I, like Megan watches all the, like she's got this family that she watches on YouTube that posts like we like every couple of days or every day for all I know I don't actually know but like she's been following this family since the kids were like infants yeah. and they're now like a couple years old and she watches these videos and like I'm thinking to myself like man like the amount of work that goes into upkeep like for that and that that's just we have a hard enough time having upkeep on a podcast that we re- release bi-weekly. <laughs> like, I can't imagine, like, the amount of shit they have. And they're, like, editing, like, edi- editing video and, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're, if they're, at, they got a theme song and shit. So they had to, like, find somebody to make their theme song or maybe they did it themselves. I don't really know. Like, they got, like, they're doing, they're literally making a daily show of their life. And, like, I don't give a rat's ass about it, but Megan's all about it. She loves it. Like, and that's cool. Like, I just, like, to me, a lot of it is, like, what are these kids going to think when they're older and their parents have been, like, using them for views later? And I know that's come up a couple other times. But, like, even with Corey and, like, his crew of people, like, I mean, he's dealt with some, like, serious drama come up, like, from his crew and his Twitch streaming. Like, the people he's had gather around him and support him, like... For the most part, I've the ones I've spoken to, all very cool, nice people and everything, but I know he's had to deal with some shit every once in a while. And, like, you know, he's come to talk to me about it and just get my advice. And, and it's like, man, like, it's, it's like a whole different set of relationships and things that you're trying, especially as, like, a Twitch streamer specifically because you're interacting real time with people. It, like, I don't want to deal with any of that the more I think about it. But, like, even there's an article that came, I think it was on Kotaku, it might have been like life hacker or something. It was part of like the Gawker media at some point. They had an article that somebody wrote about Twitch streamers and how like 
this one streamer was playing a game and randomly like he you know he's, he had a good following and everything like was doing really well for himself and out of nowhere some random person showed up on his doorstep from like south korea and was like i'm gonna live with you because i met you oh, yeah. on twitch and like <laughs> yeah. you're, you're so cool and i want to and i want to just be with you and your and i want to be your friend and like do things for you and live in your house with you and he's like no bro you gotta go home dude like <laughs> i don't want to deal with any of that shit so all you thinking yeah. that you're gonna come out here and hang out with me? Go home. <laughs> I don't like I don't like being around other people. I like to be by myself. That's why like when we switched to like like Zoom meeting style like recording, I was like, this is my this is my dream. If the re- if the rest of my interactions with human beings can strictly be over Zoom like this or whatever, like that that'd be great. That's beautiful. But yeah, I like I don't again I watch Rainbow Six, I watch Corey, I have a couple of bands that I watch who on Twitch like they'll live stream their practices. Like that's really cool. I dig that. Mm. Um you know, I've got a couple other friends who like do things like DJ who like they'll DJ sets on Twitch. Like I like that kind of stuff. If I'm if I'm there to take it in, awesome. But like you know, if it's the middle of the week and I'm really tired and they're popping on to like do a set, like a, a boiler room midnight set of some techno music, like I'm not, I'm not there. I'm going to tune out for that. Like I'm not, I got to yeah. go to bed, you know, but I mean, I, it's no. funny cause I watch a lot of Corey's stream. Like when I'm sitting here playing D and D with my D and D homies on Monday nights, Corey's usually streaming for a few hours and I'll, I'll watch the usually hop on about eight eight thirty and watch him until he finishes his stream at like 10 ish so like i catch it then and i'll have it up on the side and i'll be talking shit to him or whatever while i'm playing D D. but like it's it's i mean it's no different than any other television there's just that live interaction aspect of it that i think is like the best part of it but also the worst part of it too because like if you're mm. trying as the as the influencer as the provider of the media if you're trying to keep up with all of it it is it is kind of a lot and i think some of these other people who stream professionally i think they have someone sitting there like doing a lot of the management for them you know like i i watch i have a bunch of youtubers that i watch make drum videos and i know it's not just one guy making drum videos anymore this dude's got a full studio with like mic setup and and he's got multiple cameras on like panning racks and everything and like you know he may be doing who are they yeah he he may be doing a lot of that himself but i know he's got a sound guy there helping him with sound to make sure levels are great and make sure the cameras are all functioning properly and somebody's tweaking the lights or whatever and then you know it's like there's so much work that goes into all of it and i just don't i don't know man like it it it's a whole it's a lifestyle i think that it's impressive people are able to do it but i also know like how demanding society can be uh on the on the other side of it you know because when these people don't post a video for a day, everyone loses their fucking minds. Like, they're yeah. like, oh my god, what happened to them? Are they dead? And it's like, who cares? One. Two. Like, <laughs> give them a fucking day off. Like, who gives a shit? Like, There's been a lot of stuff as of late, even. Like, I know there was a Smash, uh, like a Smash Brothers streamer who I think committed suicide in the past year or two. Uh, and, like, things like that. And, you know, the... the uh, I don't know if you remember the overly attached girlfriend meme yeah. of that girl who like made the video of like trying to get into the Justin Bieber competition or whatever the hell it was. Like she she started becoming a YouTuber and making videos every week and stuff like that and eventually like I think at some point last year she posted a video or 2 years ago. She posted a video that was like I can't do this anymore. 
You know, I had to hide the fact that I had a boyfriend from you guys, because if any of you knew that, there's a bunch of you that wouldn't be watching my videos, and then I'd be losing revenue, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, she's like, I had to go to start going to therapy or whatever, because I couldn't deal with the fact that, like, I always felt like I had to turn whatever I was doing in my life into some sort of valuable thing for the YouTube channel and that type of stuff. It just, it sounds like a like a pretty horrible way to live your life. <laughs> it, well, it's, it will look at, I don't know. Do you guys pay attention to Bitwit at all? The dude who does like mm, PC, yeah. PC builds and shit like that. Like he just posted a couple months ago that him and his wife are getting a divorce. And like, he had this whole video announcement about it. And he's like, I'm, you know, videos are going to be few and far between at this point. Um, we're going through some shit. Sorry. Like, like you don't need to apologize to these people for that kind of shit. I don't like, it sucks that like he feels he needs to come out here and air his dirty laundry like that because he knows he's going to be disappointing some people on the internet. Like I, it's just like, I don't know. I feel bad. I feel bad for, for them for sure. No. And just like and Corey, well, Corey recently with some of his drama, like I feel bad for both sides in listening to like him, sh- like spiel out to me, like what's going on. But like, it was all, and I don't know if either anybody's going to be listening to that, at, you know, at this particular, I wouldn't get too specific. Yeah. About it. yeah I'm not, I'm not going yeah. to get specific about it, but it, it's like you, like when he's telling me about it, like I, I feel really bad for him cause he's dealing with it. And I feel really bad for them because I don't know if necessarily like they understand like what's going on. Like, I don't understand if anybody gets that, like, aspect of like dude i gotta do my own thing like the amount of times i sit in my own life and i'm like man i just want to like five minutes to like not do a damn thing like i'm lucky i can like i get like an hour and a half two hours to like sit down and like do the podcast like that yeah. feels great but it's like i feel like i'm always moving and it, mm-hmm. it gets tough man and i can't imagine being on that level of things where like mm-hmm. you're always moving and you're you're more often than not, you're moving in order to please other people in a way. Like, it's the psychology of that just doesn't vibe with me at all. Yeah, it's a good thing we've stayed so small time after all these years, so you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. If we well, could maintain what we do the way we do it, but also get paid money to do it, that would be sweet. Like, I would be all about that. Oh, we but... do, just not very much. Not enough to sustain the six or seven people that are involved in the operation on a, <laughs> right. on a bi-weekly basis, unfortunately. But, like, no, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I, I even remember as, like, Film Nerds was going, it starts to get to a point where it's, like, uh, am I not hanging out with these people as much because of the fact that it feels like I wish everything we were doing was being recorded so that it could be some type of content, you know? Or, like, it... it there was a lot of that when film nerds started and like, even as film nerds went on where it was just kind of like, I don't want to take up that much of people's lives. And so it got hard. And that's a lot of the reason why we stopped doing film nerds in the first place, because you know, we had other things we wanted to do. And like the film nerds thing didn't necessarily like fit the thing that everybody wanted to do each week. And like some people didn't necessarily want to be going to see new movies all the time. And, it's hard to go to the theater and watch a two hour movie and then also come back and spend two hours talking about it. And then on top of that, I have to sit there and edit it all and put it together and get it posted, that type of stuff. So it's, it's tough. And and I think it was probably like a subconscious decision of like, there's a point here that I'm not going to, none of us are willing to cross that threshold of like, this is all going to become in order for this to become big enough, big enough. We need to sacrifice a lot more. And I never wanted anybody to be at that point. Right. So it's very much like being in a band. I mean, that's what it was for me at least. 
Like I'm I sure ne- you had similar conversations. I never had. I never necessarily felt like I had people who were in the same mindset as me in terms of where they wanted the band to go and what they wanted it to do. Until yep. I joined Mod Orange, and when I was in Mod Orange, like I definitely feel like those guys, like we were all kind of in the same mindset. Like we would just want to play cool music, like a couple times a month or whatever, and like we'll practice a bunch and like get it really tight. And like we didn't play a ton of shows. We just you know we tried mark wanted to book like one show a month or whatever at some at one point and like i went from being in bands that wanted to play every weekend but nobody wanted to like they wanted to play nobody every weekend. wanted to devote the energy to it they wanted like, to play every weekend the but they never wanted to pay for recording they never wanted to pay for merch they never wanted to pay for anything like nobody was making the sacrifice like the monetary sacrifices which i know is a lot to ask of people in order to like market and advance the band's position in terms of recognizability and and you know all of that shit but then i join a band where it's like okay we're gonna chill on like playing a ton of shows but we're gonna focus on like being really good at what we do we're gonna have a good image we're gonna have a, a, a gimmick like everything we did was orange like it worked mm-hmm. for us people always talked about our orange shoes that we wore like you know we, we focused on other things and like being in the same mindset that like we don't none of us had the time to dedicate to like be famous necessarily yeah but we were willing to just kind of like, you know, ride the course and see how things go. Like that was the first time I had ever been in a band that felt that way. And so it was really, really took, I was really taken aback by that. And it's, uh, when you find people that you can be in those same mindsets creatively, I think it's super, that is probably the most important thing is, is again, like expectations are like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to get everybody on the same page. And I think that's why, I think that's a little bit why, like, we felt okay with bringing film nerds back was kind of like, a, we would love to talk about movies, but we don't all necessarily want to talk about the same movies all the time. And like, sometimes this person's available, that person's not, that type of thing. So I think I'm a lot less precious about it than I used to be. Yeah. And so being more flexible about like what we're going to talk about and it's not like we're going to talk about the latest thing that's come out every single time. We just need to talk about the things that we're actually interested in watching. Um, I think it's kind of, I've probably relaxed more into the mindset of where the rest of the guys were in previous years, probably. Um, so that's, that's been nice, but like, yeah, you got like, it's like with one of my other bands with gamma (laughs) foundation. Uh, Mm -hmm. I got, we got to this point where, Ryan and Ben sat me down and they're like, dude, you just got to stop giving a shit. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like if, if that's yeah. the way you guys feel, then I will no longer give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped giving a shit. And then granted the band fell apart at that point. But like, <laughs> if, if like, and I'm not saying I was holding it together by any means, like there were a lot of factors in play that like eventually like things just kind of naturally work their way. You know, the, the hinges come off mm-hmm. like, just happened but like me not giving a shit and them telling me to like hey dude just take a chill pill like having them say that to me was like so eye-opening and yeah it made it it like i just you know when they're like oh hey like uh yeah dude like we don't care like just keep the merch money if you sell a t-shirt like we don't we don't need a band fund like you invested that money into it so you can have it like that kind of shit like mm-hmm you know, yeah, it, I like think, having yeah. having that like having them like kind of let go of the leash, I guess, 
was like kind of pro- nice. It's probably freeing, but also in some ways like disappointing as well, right? It's but it's super disappointing because like you you spend all this time and energy and and you know money sometimes like in you know making this huge investment in a project that you care about, and then you like come to find out that everybody else is just kind of like, nah, I don't give a shit. It, yeah, it totally sucks. But at the same time, like. It's like I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this necessarily, but it, it, it's yeah. like it, yeah, it's, I don't it's give a, a shit. It's a bummer, but it also lets you understand what it is, and in that way, being able to devote that similar amount of energy to it makes yeah. it probably more fun in some ways, and also like less stressful. This right? this is all so. inside baseball for all the people listening, like who are going to hear this episode. <laughs> like, it, and it's totally cool. I'm I'm okay with it. Like, I, didn't I mean just, for like, it. To I turn hopefully people like understand. That. Like, when I don't play games, it's not because I don't want to play games. It's just because I just don't have time. And like, I I yeah. do legitimately feel bad that like I'm here wanting to provide content, but I've got nothing to provide. So I try to be funny and I try to say stupid shit to make you laugh and giggle. And hopefully like that's entertaining enough that you keep coming back, which I think in the case of our patrons is probably the case. Mm -hmm. But like ultimately, like I don't feel good necessarily when I come to sit down and record and I'm like, hey, guys, I haven't played anything. (laughs) Funny how that works out. You know, like it happens. You know, you've got you've got a young child on your hands. It's not necessarily like you can expect to dump a lot of time into video games yeah. i mean you know what and if this also, were your your full-time job then you probably should feel bad about it but it's not so yeah, yeah, it's a bi-weekly exactly. thing we do for fun but I, but I take it seriously to an extent even yeah. though we do it for fun i still like doing it and i and mm-hmm. i like sharing it with people and when someone's like hey like you know what do you do for fun i'm like oh, i got a podcast and i play video games and like i draw shit and i print stupid stuff on my 3d printer like <laughs> You know, I like telling people about this stuff. You know, I like being yeah. a nerd. I like being nerdy about it. I like being nerdy about being nerdy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I agree. Which, I made no, this I really cool keyboard sense. stand for Corey, and he wants me to change a bunch of it. So, Of course he does. <laughs> but no, it's okay, because I agree with his changes. There are things that I want to do to it, too. But maybe I'll make keyboard stands for game nerds, or like cell phone stands, or something. I need you to print me a thing that I sent to Andy a while ago. <laughs> Send me whatever you need, man. It's just sitting it's here. It's just the I, is, I want these I want these little things that I can slide the Vive uh or the Valve Index lighthouse feet into so that I can put a hook in the wall and hang it. Is PLA and okay then, or do you need them to be made out of like ABS or something? I, can you guys I talk about this later? Inside PLA baseball. Inside baseball. No, this is this is the we need bonus content here because I'm. Oh, an idiot I think we're and good. We're like almost at no. It's fine. I do. Now, I, I want to do right? my game again where we where we flip the names of the games. What's in a name? What's in a game? Mm-hmm. That one. I want to do that okay. again. So maybe that'll be another bonus episode if I can sit down and make a list of like ten or twenty of those. Um, Sounds good. But yeah, anybody yeah. listening, especially our patrons. Uh, if you guys have suggestions of bonus episode, bonus content you want to hear, you want to hear us talk philosophically about running a podcast network. <laughs> fucking, we can we can wax oh, poetic we about that. Did. We do it again. S- There's so much us, to talk uh, about. Send us questions that you would like to ask. Yeah, us or ask us anything. Make us, let's get a list of questions going that you mm-hmm. want to know about outside of the standard Discord stuff. It doesn't even necessarily need to be about video games. This is a side quest, you know? We yeah. can go off the beaten path. This is about real life. If you would like be. for us to review uh, carbonated beverages like we did on the very old Game Nerds uh, Or if you want to know episode, what's in my Instacart cart right now, I'll tell you. 
I'll tell you yeah. what's up. It's mostly all the largest, the largest foods that I can eat successfully yeah. with my mouth. How, if how you want us to review a... food, like I'll review food for you. John, I mean, we could do a whole thing about sandwiches too. That John, absolutely I mean, has been. Let's not talk of, about that right now. I'm starving. I'm fucking hungry too. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, right. we're gonna call it quits. We appreciate all of our patrons. Thanks again for joining us. Sorry for the inside baseball ramble, but hopefully you find that find that found that to be an enjoyable oh, conversation, and maybe just maybe you'll have some other questions for us that we could answer, and we would love to do that. So think about it. Hit us up Discord, social media email wherever but do it and then uh we will hopefully see you guys next time and have better content for you maybe i don't know peace out bye